Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Monday, my friends. It's a new day and a new week, and it's the last Monday of January 2024 ever. So it's a special day today. Let's get it started right. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Poison of Complaint. Our God is a loving and generous God. He has provisions and blessings aligned for you that will absolutely blow your mind. You cannot begin to fathom his good plans for your life. Promises you haven't even dared to believe yet already set in motion just for you. But there's one thing you need to know about that will block the generosity of our God. One thing that will lock away his blessings and delay his good plans. That one thing is your complaining. Yes, complaining, expressing dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. And the truth is, we do it far more often than we realize. We complain about the weather. We complain about our bodies. We complain about our families. We complain about our job. We complain about stupid drivers on the road. We complain about our leaders. And every time we complain, we insult God. God is at work in every detail of our lives. He sees things you do not see. He knows things you cannot possibly know. He never asked you to understand it, but he has asked you to trust him without complaint. Philippians 2 verse 14 says, do everything without complaining and arguing. For some of us, The habit of complaining runs so deep that we couldn't go through an entire day without complaining if our life depended on it. Well, sis, I think God is asking us to get serious about this bad habit because the truth is his good plans for our lives do depend on it. Your complaining has delayed God's goodness in your life. And today's complaints will delay it even further. The Israelites in scripture give us a step-by-step account of promises and good plans being delayed because of a complaining spirit. They were rescued from slavery in Egypt by the mighty hand of God, and he did these miraculous things to set them free. He didn't only show up for them, he showed off for them. There was no doubt it was God saving and guiding them, and everyone knew it. When they saw the Red Sea parted and standing on its edge, they knew it was God for them. 
When they saw the cloud by day and the fire at night to guide them, they knew it was God for them. When they saw the quail just fall on the ground three feet deep at their camp in the wilderness, providing this miraculous dinner, they knew it was God for them. When they woke up every morning to a dewy substance covering the ground like they had never seen before, and they realized that this substance could be worked into dough for bread, they knew it was God for them. Evidence of God working in the details absolutely surrounded them. But the journey was still hard. Still, the Israelites were traveling through the wilderness. Still, they were tired. Still, they were afraid. And all of that is fair. All of that is acceptable. But what became unacceptable to God was their complaining. Soon the Israelites complained about everything. They didn't like how bitter the water was. They didn't like how uncomfortable their camp was. They didn't like how barren the desert was. They didn't like the men who were leading them. And they really, really didn't like eating the same thing every day. Oh, it was impressive the first few days to find this dew on the ground and work it into a dough, but it grew old real quick. And the Israelites had been rescued guided and miraculously provided for, yet they complained. Scripture gives account of them complaining over 14 different things. And finally, at 14, God had had enough. Maybe God has had enough with our complaining too. Maybe some of the problems we find ourselves in the middle of today were created by our own complaints. Here's the story God led me to today. And honestly, it's a story in scripture that I've kind of avoided because I never understood it before. But check this out. Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. But the people grew impatient on the way. Remember, this is the Israelites, and God is trying to lead them to the promised land, but they have to go through the wilderness first. And they grew impatient. They spoke against God and against Moses. Moses was their leader. And they said, why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness. Now remember this, Egypt was where they were held captive as slaves. It's where they begged to be set free. And now they're complaining, why have you brought us out of Egypt where we were slaves to die in this wilderness? There is no bread. There is no water. And we detest this miserable food. Remember, God is miraculously providing for them. And they are complaining. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them, and they bit the people, and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snake away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it up on a pole. And anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. 
So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. And then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, they lived. And this is actually the last account of the Israelites complaining. They remained stuck in the wilderness for 40 years, but the complaining stopped. It stopped with this bronze snake. Have you ever wondered why God would have Moses make this bronze snake, this statue, this seeming idol? Why would he give this statue the power to heal people from a poisonous snake bite? Well, you see, here's what God showed me today. Poison was killing them. The poison of a complaining spirit. Their joy and their happiness had been poisoned. And for some of us, maybe you listening today, your joy and your happiness has been poisoned by a complaining spirit. And maybe you have every reason, every justified excuse to think that you should be complaining. But the truth is, baby, it's been poisoning you. Even God's promise of a land flowing with milk and honey had been poisoned for the Israelites. And now they were stuck. Stuck where they didn't have to be stuck. Stuck where they didn't want to be. Stuck in a wilderness short of God's promise for them. And it was the poison of their complaining that was responsible. And now their lives were threatened by the poison of these snakes. And these snakes were not sent by the enemy. Oh, notice it. How often we give the enemy credit for things he wasn't even crafty enough to design. These snakes were sent by God. It specifically says the Lord sent poisonous snakes to bite them. Why would God do that? To change their hearts, to change their minds, to change their mouths, to show them the poison of their complaints. That makes sense. But why the bronze snake on a pole to save people from the poison? And it's really quite simple. It was a repentance When they looked at the bronze snake, they were healed from the poison they had been spreading themselves. They took responsibility for their bitterness. They remembered they had brought this punishment upon themselves by complaining about the miraculous ways God was providing and guiding. And then they were healed. And there's never an account of the Israelites complaining again. They saw their own poison. They repented. And God continued to provide and guide. May we see the own poison we bring into our lives with our complaining. May we recognize the delays that we create when we insult God with our dissatisfaction and our annoyance as if we know better. My sister, God knows what he is doing. He has a good plan for your life and a path to get you there. And it may not be easy, but it's going to be worth it 
His promises are true. Is there a bronze snake in your life that serves a reminder of the mess you've made in the past and God saving you from that mess? Be grateful for that reminder today. That's God's grace and mercy covering you. Now continue on your journey with the lessons you've learned without complaint. If you decide to first count your blessings, (laughs) there simply won't be enough minutes left in the day to complain. What have you been complaining about? The weather? What, like you suddenly know what the earth needs more than God does? Like you feel after all these years of winter always following fall and spring always following winter, the world would be better to just skip winter? You have no idea what the winter season actually does for you. Stop complaining about it and trust God knows what you do not know. Have you been complaining about God not speaking to you? Mm, I read this this morning. If your Bible is closed and you're complaining about God being silent, that's the same thing as complaining that you're not getting any text messages while your phone is turned off. Open your Bible. He's talking. Have you been complaining about things being hard? Well, I bet if you put all your hardships in a pile... Someone else would gladly trade piles with you. Just yesterday, I laid on the pavement with a woman who had fallen down cement stairs and ran headfirst into the bumper of a car. And she laid there. She had lost all feeling and function of her arms and her legs. And we waited for what seemed like forever for the ambulance to come as I held her head in my hands just to keep her neck stable. And it's uncertain if she will ever be the same. And suddenly my problems were put into perspective and I really have nothing to complain about. My sister, your complaining is a poison that has delayed God's goodness in your life. And today's complaints will delay it even more. Today, let's seek God's power to help us overcome the bad habit of complaining. We have so much to be grateful for. So it really shouldn't be that hard. Focus on what you can be grateful for. Focus on gratitude and thanksgiving And there's simply no room for complaining. What has God done? Think about that. Talk about that. Remember that. And we will be healed of our complaining. Oh, what can God do with a girl who's grateful instead of complaining? (laughs) Y'all, I don't know, but I want to know. Let's figure it out. Let's see it for ourselves. Can I pray with you today? Join me right now. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up to a new day of life. And God, we just want to take a moment and just say thank you. Thank you for everything that is good and right and working and coming together. And we don't even see it coming together, but God, we trust that it is. I thank you that you're in every detail of our lives, God. We are truly so grateful. Lord, we want to focus on the goodness 
of all you do in our lives so that we just crowd out any complaining spirit that has taken hold in us. God, please forgive us for how we have complained about the stupidest stuff. Oh, God, please forgive us. Please help us to change our hearts and our minds and our mouths. I pray that we would do better today, that we would lean in, that we would trust you. We would trust you with the hard stuff. We would trust you with the journey that seems to be taking too long. I pray that we would just stop before we complain and remember that it is an insult to you, that you know what you're doing, that you are guiding us, that you have good plans. And God, I don't want to delay your good plans. I don't want to delay your blessings. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for forgiving us. And thank you for giving us another shot at this, God. I pray that we are found grateful today. I thank you so much for everyone you have brought to hear this. I pray that your spirit would just be moving and be working in their families and their lives. I pray for your provision for exactly what is needed today. And I pray, God, that when you do provide, we would not complain about it, even when it doesn't look like what we thought it would. I pray for your protection over our families. We trust you, Lord. Thank you so much. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, thank you for inviting me into your life. I just love you so much, and I love our time together. Thank you. Can we do it again tomorrow? I'd really like that. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com. 